be um, a, a youth rally here at 8 o'clock here at our church. And uh, Sister Kyron wanted us to announce that the crew fellowship that had previously been scheduled for 5 o'clock has been postponed to a later date because it conflicted with another event going on. So that takes care of it. Oh, excuse me. The second will be the first care group uh, luncheon a week from this Sunday. Sister Nell Flemings. Aren't you excited to be a part of a church that has so many things going on? Why don't you go ahead and stand, shake off today, and just get a little energy flowing. Oh, God. I was lost. I was in chains. The world had a hold of me.
remains standing, we will take some special prayer requests before the Lord. There's a special prayer request here for Emery Stacy. Linda and Jerry Forrest need healing. Bernice Smith is in severe pain. There's a Mickey Hager that's on a ventilator. Megan Spann wants us to continue praying for her. And Parker Armstrong, which is Sister Vicki Jones' cousin's little baby, he's been, it's being tested at Children's Hospital. And we're going to continue to pray for Alex Roberts, who was in that four-wheel accident. And Lloyd Ushery is having surgery. Diane Womack wants to pray healing in her body. She has COVID. And also Jean Fortner is wanting healing, wanting us to pray for her healing as well. And also today, the man, the guy that owns Cozy Cappuccino, I know a lot of you have frequented there, but his wife uh, has cancer in the abdomen, and she, her name is Mitzi, and she has already had one cancer surgery and is going to take chemo till December, and then they're going to open her back up and try treating the cancer by another means. So today particularly, he was telling me all about it, and he wants us to be sure and pray for her. Her name is is Mitzi. So let's take these prayer requests before the Lord. He knows all about them, and he's able to do something about them is the wonderful thing. God, tonight we have brought these names before you. You know all about the needs of the people whose names have been called. You're able, God. You are our healer. We believe in divine healing. We're believing that all these names have been called that regardless of what their need is for healing, what type healing it is, we're believing in the name of Jesus Christ that you're going to bring healing to their bodies. We thank you for the privilege of bringing our needs before your throne, knowing that you care. We give you all the honor and all the glory and all the praise. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege of Bring our knees before the and Lord. Oh, we bless your name. Thank you, God. Thank you, I Lord, trust for everything that you are to you. us and all that you want to bring Lord, in I our trust
not to embarrass um, her tonight, but all of us love you so much, Sister Dot. You will never, ever know how much all of us love you. And also, I don't know if you know how concerned that we all are about you. And so I was wondering if you would not mind coming down the front here with me. And we are going to have a unified prayer that when you have this surgery in a couple of weeks, that God's going to be right there with those surgeons. And he's going to take care of everything. So would all of y'all join us in prayer? You hold my every moment. You calm my raging seas. You walk with me through fire and heal my disease. I trust. assured to us he did not only tell us this he went through the storms himself there's not anything that you and I will face and so it's a great treasure for us to have a assemblage and brothers and sisters who agree in the faith and we gladly give of our offering 
and our time, our hearts. And so thank you tonight as the ushers come and receive our evening offering. Father, I pray glory over this city as these people surrender life in different forms to make this world a place that is safer, more powerful, and filled with glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all to Him my free. us with vision, with ears to hear, and strength to persevere. 
it will not be an accident that anyone winds up in the holy city. It is a well-planned and targeted effort from the cross that goes both directions, picks up the greatness of the past, and hands us off illustrations to live in by the Spirit of the Lord. And so today and tonight, it is a genuine thrill to come to you and to bring to you the bread of life that nourishes your vision with strength, with passion and purpose. It is not anybody that is going to just walk into that new Jerusalem. It is going to be a well-planned and dedicated life that is chosen by faith to serve the Redeemer. And so we gather our hearts, our heads, our spirits, and we renew our commitment, our consecration daily, every day. And so it's a thrill. I come tonight with uh, hopefully some information that will help to both assure us of our foundation and then strengthen us for our walk with God through this world. Uh, did it ever come up, Brother Micah? You're still working with it? Okay. Let, let's just get started. Paul to the church at Rome, and this comes to all generations. What Paul says in the book of Romans he said, it is high time for us to awaken. And that ideal is awaken ourselves to the privilege and the power and the opportunity that was given to us when we were invited by the Spirit. As many as are led of the Spirit are called into the Spirit, they are called the sons of God. And so being born again is not a casual thing. Being born again is a very dedicated part from him and a consecrated part from us. And so we join with that plan, and it is the most ideal plan that anyone has ever presented that has fruitfulness continually. I have been invited to join a bunch of uh, opportunities and uh, I, uh, I know several people that beyond me that have involved themselves in financial opportunities and, and uh, a couple of the things I joined in, uh, you know, I said, finally, just say goodbye, money. <laughs> this didn't work. But I have never been disappointed in my collateral abilities through Jesus Christ. That is the amazing thing. And he promised it thousands of years ago, and he still stands good for peace, righteousness, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And so tonight, I uh, take us to the uh, word of the Lord. And uh, did it come up? Well, I don't know. My computer refused it several times over and then it said it is it, is it under blessings <laughs> that's okay 
I've fortunately printed it all out. I just, I really wish you could see it because it's really elaborate. <laughs> You'll see it five years from now. All right. The Bible says it is high time for us to awaken. There comes this time in everyone's life. There's probably not any of us here that have failed at some point to not pray during the day. It is very easy in a pressurized setting to get the feeling that things are more important than the servitude of God via us. It's important for us to know that the thing that keeps us alive is the flow of the blood. The thing that keeps our spirit alive is the flow of the spirit that we continually embrace and we walk in faith and remind ourselves that he is with us. I have to remind myself of that real regularly so I know that all of us do. Uh, Awaken to reality is critical. There's not anyone that's not going through something. There's not anyone that is going through this world and getting by. The only way to get past or we would call by the problem is to take the route of Christ. And that is to die out to the flesh. That's crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. It's one of the hardest things that man has to do. It is one of the most needful things that the minister is to do. And that is stir up the gift that is within you by the laying on of hands. And it is impossible for us to neglect prayer, worship, and meditation. Those are three things that are essential for us to do. We meditate on a lot of vacations. Where do you want to go? What are we going to do when we get there? And then we start looking for the things that's going to happen. And we finally get us so excited, we'll spend over $300 a week. Just want to give time to let that sink in because that's elementary. That's sometimes a day. If you got many kids going to Six Flags nowadays, it's going to be a costly experience. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is not without reality that Jesus Christ suffered and he took upon himself all the atrocities of anyone and everyone that would ever go through things. That's what it means to call on the name of the Lord because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. It is not just another unique event. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous runneth into that tower of wisdoms, mercies, spirits, glories, victories that are already presented. They are on page after page through the Word of God. And But in this microwave generation and this hurry up and get it done, 
we, if we're not careful, we bypass the scripture in your patience, you possess your soul. That is very important. And so they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Well, that is a phenomenon. Renewal. I mean, you get a little elderly and you want to be renewed. That's exactly right. It happens to people. But then there are those who just sort of coast after a while and it no longer seems essential to seek the Lord with all of thine heart, soul, mind, and strength. That that somehow gets erased in the normality of, oh, I got so many things to do. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to meditate anymore. I don't have time to even go to church anymore. And when the Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some is, and even the more as you see that day approaching. That's why I was so happy that the board, they uh, got together with us last night and, and voted, we're going back to Sunday night services. That's right. We are not going to just continually forfeit the opportunity because when you get together, you unify your mind, you unify your strengths, you unify your love for one another, you unify. And, brother, a threefold cord can hardly be broken. And that's what happens when we obey the words of God and the system that God has put in place. So you and I have been given such an opportunity. And so exercising ourselves unto godliness in prayer, praise, worship, and obedience is critical to this hour if ever that was going to happen. Prayer, praise, worship, testifying to one another, strengthening one another, and uh, it's nothing for people to call and give news on somebody else that oh have you heard what so and so and with uh, and I'm I, I'm not uh, saying that that uh, all these uh, entertainments on your phone are sinful but they can get there real quick it's easy to get to a gossip level on the phone oh did you hear about so and so because it's not quite so noisy as far as other people and then you you got all this Facebook information, and I hope to God none of the people here are spending more time with Facebook and all the others than they are in prayer and meditation in the Word of God and strengthening one another through the will of God. That's the will of God for us to get together. It's the will of God for us to share heartbeats with one another. And if you're ever going to share your disappointments and your complaints Make sure it's somebody that's going to help keep you up, not somebody that'll feel sorry for you. Now, this is good pastoring. I may have to tell you it's good pastoring, but it is. I'm here tonight for one reason. I want him to be so glad he created every one of us that he can pour out responsibility and then respond to the responsibility. So... Tonight, exercising ourselves, constantly upgrading ourselves, constantly realizing within ourselves that we are part of God's work in this earth. 
your wisdom, your knowledge, and all of that is to all glorify him. And then he said, if you glorify me on earth, I will glorify you. That is the critical issue right now. There's a lot of people going to places called the house of God, but the God of the house is left there. We can't afford to do that. And so that's why that we have services and we have ministry. <coughs> and I want us to go over. I wanted you to be able to see it again. I know I sent. Duh. I know that we, we sent you this. And uh, let's see. Let's, let, is this the second phrase? Okay, this is the first one. Uh, I think maybe I have covered enough of this one. I mentioned to you exercising thyself, and and, uh, I I wanted to make sure you knew they that know their God. There's a lot of people who know about God. I mean, there's hardly anybody that doesn't know about God, and many of those somebodies are disappointed in God. You never get excited about God till you join him in the parade of dying out to flesh and then serving him with joy and gladness. And then that comes the harvest behind that great power. That's great glory. That's great victory. That's when you say, hey, look, I want to tell you why I go to the house of God. I get fed bread that works. I get encouragement that that encourages me. I get things that pull on me like a wrecker pulling somebody out of the ditch. There's a strain that goes to the car that's coming out of the ditch. And there is a strain to coming out of worrying. There's a strain that gets put on you from coming out of not liberally giving of yourself to this world through the power of the Holy Ghost. There's a strain. I do. I know that. And I understand because I feel the strain coming back when I'm trying to pull people up and say, look, let's get up. Let's get joy. Let's get righteousness. Let's get peace going. We can't afford all this other junk. We can't afford to give our time to that. We got a clock that's about to run out. Some of us are getting real close to that. And so they that know their God and shall be strong and do exploits. And let me just highlight that, that they know their God. You don't know him till you've tried him. And the only way to try him is obey him and walk with him in spirit and in truth, and I can assure you that there's just too many people that's already experienced it, and he showed and demonstrated that through the 11 apostles. He called 12, and 11 of them survived. That's phenomenal records. And so when we sense that, we realize. So the last days, and and I, I have a paper that I created for you because I want you to understand the last days, typically us preachers, if we're not real careful, tell you about the negative side of the last days. And so I created a paper, and I don't think I brought it in here tonight, but I have it for you, and I can give you about 30. I've got 35 copies of it. But in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit. 
So if we're not careful, we'll get focused on all this junk that's going on in the last days and uh, evil workers and evil seducers and evil men and women of all sorts, and, and those are told about in the Bible. But in the last days, he said, I'm going to do such wonders that if it were told you, you would not even believe that. I'm preaching and teaching both tonight that we are in a cute, and wonderful place and that is we're looking at opportunity that's never existed this is the last days it's not a time to be fearful it's time to join our hearts and heads with the master that created this whole scenario and say not my will but thine be done on earth as it is in heaven give me this day our daily bread and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and it's not going to stop I'm telling you heaven or hell belongs to the people that want one or the other and I for one am going to do everything I can to arrest the foreign powers of hell and turn Paris Texas into a landslide revival because he said I'm going to pour out my spirit I want to make sure we harness that stuff that will make the spirit fall in this house, in your house, in your job occupation. I am not willing that any should perish. He said, I'm going to do two things. One, evil men are going to wax worse and worse. But right beside that, there's going to be a church I'm going to pour out my spirit on. My glory I will not share with another. But with my church, I will share the glory of living with the church. And you have to stand for one or the other. And if you're feeling more torment than you are victory, you are standing under the shadow of what we call neutral position. It's called lukewarm in the Bible. I'm not going to preach a lukewarm sermon. It's going to have dedication. It's going to have purpose. It's going to have prayer. And it's going to have the validity of the Word of God. Or I expect somebody to get up here and tell me, Brother Meyer, that's not in the Bible. That's what men ought to do to when preachers quit preaching truth. When men and women quit preaching and living in a way of help correcting their kids, they don't love their kids. Bible said you don't. If you don't chastise your kids, he said, whom he loveth, he chasteneth. And he said, the person that doesn't get chastened is worse than an infidel. Somebody don't even believe he exists. So this stuff is big. So the last days, if, the, if we were in for great things and seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain and when he was set, I, I sort of like that. I didn't remember that till today when I was putting this all together. And, and I saw that when he was set. It was really cool to think he was set. His disciples came unto him and he opened his mouth and taught them saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. I wish somebody would say Blessed. And then, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. And blessed are the meek, 
for they shall inherit the earth. Meek has to do with humility and humble yourselves before God and he will give to you as you humble yourself. That doesn't mean that think you're pitiful and powerless. A lot of people say, he just got humble. He don't like how to talk. That's not what that is. Humility has to do with bowing to authority, bowing to wisdom, bowing in humility is critical. Humble yourselves, therefore, before the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, if God don't do it in 30 days or 30 minutes, in some cases, uh, people say, well, I guess it's No, get out of that. He said, patience is a virtue, and they that wait upon the Lord shall what? Renew their strength. Don't forget when you got the Holy Ghost how you felt. Don't forget that that memory is phenomenal to feel that strength soaring through your body, through your mind, through your heart. Oh, you don't want to forget. That's why you want to renew the Holy Ghost every day or every other day or however often you need it. The Bible said we're saved by the renewing of the Holy Ghost. So there is no crown without a win or an overcoming spirit. So guess what? You're going to be contestants. You're going to meet contestants over here. You're going to meet them out there. You're going to meet them in your house sometimes. Those spirits that rise up in your children, those spirits that rise up in your parents, those spirits that rise up in your mate, you're going to have a contest. I can promise you that. I've lived long enough to know what I'm talking about. I'm here to tell you you're going to have a contest every day, and that's when you want to have power to humble yourself before the Lord and be patient with him. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, you think it's been a long time since you was just a kid and started sucking a bottle? That's nothing compared to eternity. What you're preparing for is a lifelong forever, not just till 75 or 100 years. No, no, no. You are a living soul and going to live forever however you chose to live here. And if we can get ourselves to be governed by the Spirit here, guess what? We will be totally loosed over there. And you have not seen, eye hath not seen, ear hath not heard, never has entered the heart of man all the things that are out yonder waiting on for those who have learned to control their body and humble themselves before the Lord and follow the footsteps of the King and great overcoming spirit. Is going to come over you. And so the B attitudes synchronize us with the harmonious glory that was in Jesus Christ or the glory of God. So this stuff is not just, uh, just somebody threw it out there and said, hey, look, if you guys like this, this would be nice. God remains in charge of all things. I know I have told people, and, they, and they'll tell me with their eyes or tell me with their facial expressions. I, he said, I create good and I create evil. 
You can't be more fair with anybody than God has been with us. Because God will never withhold any information that would be important. And I, I, I just get amazed at people. Well, I just don't understand, so I can't do it. That's why faith makes you to do it, and then you understand it after you did it. I knew I shouldn't have bought that car. I knew I, that was not a really a good deal, but it just looked like a good deal. You don't know how many times I hear that kind of stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you think you lament over doing that, you, to, you wait till just one hour past the trump of God. One hour. You'll wish you to give everything that you could in the way of prayer, fasting, seeking the will of God to organize yourself with the Beatitudes. And those attitudes are critical to your personal life. Say, well, Pastor, I wish you'd preach this to everybody else. No, 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 you're the only ones that showed up. (laughs) I don't preach to absentees. They're going to have to get it from you. You are going to hand this off to a bunch of people this week. This is not Funsville. This is getting ahead of the game. You talk about phenomenal. Life is not unbearable. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from them all. Again, there will be no one in the holy city that was not tempted. Every day you have a choice. Every morning you have a choice. How you're going to live your day. and gentlemen that's why you've got a pastor is because I'm going to give you a shot in the arm tonight that's going to say next time you hear yourself saying that you're going to say God I'm sorry I'm going to have a good day I know your eyes are watching me everywhere I'm going I know your, your strength is with me everything I'm going through I know that your love will never cease in my life I know that your glory will never go on vacation I know that you are glorifying me in this world to let people see your image one more time in victory oh let's praise the Lord for just opportunity that's coming our way Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. God will never force you to praise him. I will try to encourage you to praise him, but he will never force you. If we cannot see the benefits of serving God, we will limit our praise. That's why I said praise the name of the Lord. Praise the works of God. Praise him for his excellent greatness, his holiness, his righteousness. And when we cease to do that, that lets him know we cease to enjoy the things he has provided for us. There's not a mother or dad that would be happy with buying their child a car and the car and the kid never say thanks. 
they tear the car up and they come to us and they want some help getting it fixed and they've never said thanks. They've never acted thankful. Oh, well, Dad, I think you better just get me a brand new one. This one here is just weighs, it's just getting out. How likely are you going to want to get a new one for them to tear it up too? And why does God want to renew us and force us to live godly when we have the choice every day to look up into the hills from whence cometh our help? Our help cometh from the Lord, the Lord of uh, the Father of life, the Father of glory, the Father of victory, the Father, the source, the source, the source. I'm here to tell you, you need a pastor more than we've ever needed pastors. Uh, we need the glory of the Lord in our city. We need a somebody that'll tark up the river and get the river of life flowing with hope and righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost so that we... Somebody said, well, I just feel like I'm putting on. Well, what do you do with your clothes? Oh, you put them on. No, you don't always feel like shaving. You don't always feel like washing that hair. You don't always feel like going and getting your finger in And we do all of that stuff for our physical body. And sometimes people that go to the house of God will seldom ever get it really cleaned up and cleanse their thoughts and cleanse their actions and cleanse their response to people. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not time to follow the way of the world. Don't get their little cute phrases mixed up with the God praise and the God care and the God authority that is going to happen in this last day. In the last days, he said, I'm going there evil men are going to wax worse and worse over here but over here the church is going to find an outpouring of rain Uh, there's going to be an outpouring of renewing Uh, there's going to be an outpouring of power there's going to be an outpouring of love Uh, he said there's going to be a spiritual revival eye hath not seen ear hath not heard never has it entered the heart of man the things that God has prepared in this last day revival so don't get worried and fearful unless you're living carnal Uh, but when you're living and walking in the spirit you just keep on dancing because the one who made the heaven and the earth has got charge of this whole show oh I wish somebody'd praise him why don't we just stand and praise him magnify his name what a God what an opportunity there's never been an opportunity like the one we're going through there's never been an opportunity as great as what this option is I can't thank you enough God for sharing and caring and living and giving Oh, hallelujah. Why don't you turn around and give somebody a wave? Just let them know I'm on your side. I'm with you wherever you are, whatever you're going through. I'm your brother. You're my sister. You're my brother. You're my family. We are a people under the name and the authority. There is no temptation. So that's not a good excuse. Well, I've never ever had to go through anything like this. God did. That Holy Ghost did. That Holy Ghost came out of all the fire. 
That's why he said you're, the renewing of the Holy Ghost is what you're saved by. Because once you get that new renewing of the Holy Ghost going again, I'm telling you there's no weapon formed that can prosper. People like to take that scripture and try to take carnality and, and try to mix those two together. It don't work. Uh, they're spiritually minded, and that's why I encourage you to read Matthew 4 and 5. Uh, it's because in just a minute, well, hopefully we'll get there. But the blessed are this and blessed are that. But these are they that walk with God. That's critical. So see the Apostle Paul's life. See Simon Peter. Whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Everybody is God's creation. Only God has the right to put them where they belong when it's over. You can tell them to go to hell if you want to, but that's God's choice. I wouldn't be telling anybody that. I wouldn't give them that look if I could help it. And I think I can. He looked at me. And he said, well, go on. No. He said, come to me. He said, I'll give you that future. Brother Jerry, your mother enjoyed so much your coming to the kingdom. I, I just, uh, I would marvel with the, the facial experience that she gave to me when she would tell how God took your life and converted you into such a tremendous man in our city, our church. Many of you have heard Sister uh, Newberry tell some of that. What a thrill it is. No plan greater by anyone or anything. Does anybody here know of any plan better than the plan that Bible has structured? That's a way to talk to people then. Just tell them, what plan do you have going for you that's a better insurance program or assurance program than the one God's lined out? He's willing to forgive you seven times 70 a day. All you got to do is confess that you did wrong, and seven times 70 a day, most of us could get by with a little less time forgiving because he, he probably don't have to come over to your way more than 50 or 60 times a day. But he's willing. He's not going to run out is what he's trying to tell you. What he's trying to tell you, my forgiveness is available 24-7. You're not going to run out. If you'll just confess it, I did wrong, I treated you wrong, I shouldn't have said that to you that way. And as long as you do that, you are forgiven, you're free. No shackles. But condemnation will come, and it always slips up on us, and it just sort of catches us to start with. And we start to say something nice, and we think, oh, Ladies and gentlemen, it's high time for us to awaken to our possibility. 
it's high time for us to awaken to where we're headed. And it's high time for us to awaken. That's why Paul was so uh, diligent in saying that to the church at Rome. No plan by anyone or anything that's greater. Matthew 51, uh, verse 51, seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Now, you've got a generation that, man, you can tell it when their spirit's getting worked up. Blessed are the poor in spirit. You don't have to do much more than just look at somebody real casually. And they can shoot you some fingers or words quicker than you can imagine. And we have the beautiful joy, Brother Jeff, of taking his kingdom business to those people and tell them, you're going to have less nerve disorders if you live in peace. I'm telling hence up. Oh, you start losing your balance. You get all mad and worked up about things. First thing you know, you say things you didn't even want to say. He said, be angry and sin not. This beatitude thing is a real critical issue. So blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. You know how to do the mourning thing. We do it at every funeral. We remember the good things. And we mourn, not because of the bad things they did. We mourn for the good things they did. And blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. What do you mean? You take upon yourself what Jesus did for us. He took upon himself the weakness of flesh, and he gave us a spirit that puts strength in us. He took upon himself the sins of our life, and he gave us the truth that would make us free from the law of sin and death. He did the Beatitudes uh, to show us the attitude that the Holy Ghost uh, wants to give to us uh, in everyday life. And so blessed are the poor in spirit, and blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. It's time to weep for those people that we want to see saved. It's time to mourn over the situation they've got themselves into. It's time for us to weep for those people that are hurting and starving spiritually. It is time for the church to rise up and say, the blessings are coming, Paris. The blessings are coming, Lamar County. We're coming out of this house with fresh fire. We're coming out with fresh passion. We're coming out with fresh love. We've renewed ourselves in the things of God. That's why he said you're saved by the renewing of the Holy Spirit. 
Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Oh, you don't have to pray every time before service. You don't have to pray every day. I mean, man, you can do. You can go days uh, without praying intercessory prayer and still just uh, say, well, I don't know why God don't do that. Now, he said, they that mourn shall be comforted. Not for the people out yonder. It's for us, the people that are going to be living lights and studious epistles. God, there are people in our city that are in desperate need. Make me a light. Our tendency is, God, make them do better. Our prayer should be, make me a light like you were to me, like you are to me. God, give me a love for the lost, mourning, mourning, praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, our city is hurting. Our workers are hurting. Our owners are hurting. Oh, God, make me a living light. Help them to see the joy and the righteousness and the peace of God that passes understanding comes with the package of sacrificing yourself until flesh dies. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost begins to govern the system. And the voice sounds like love and forgiveness and mercy. And the voice sounds like compassion and help. I'm telling you, there's a revival breaking loose right now in this city. I'm telling you, there's an outpouring of glory in this city. I want to be in a position to receive it. I want to be in a position to go and give it. I want to be in a position to be the river of life. Come to me, God, on Sunday. Come Sunday night. Come Wednesday night. And give me such an infilling and an outgoing spirit that every day I meet people, they sense there's a new man there. There's a glorious lady there. There's a wonderfully happy wife there. Oh, I wish we'd stand up and praise him for a couple of minutes. He deserves praise. I mean, any God that would come and give us this kind of donation. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. I wish you'd just sort of wave at somebody across the way. You're my brother. I'm waving at you. You're my sister. I'm telling you, we love each other. We're going to give our life for each other. We're not going to let down on our side of the city, and we're not going to let down on our bench. We're not going to let down in our assembly. We are going to lift up the name of the Lord, and we're going to be a strong and mighty tower in this generation. Going to be a light. Thank you. Count it all joy when you are tried. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That's the river. If you don't give mercy, you don't get mercy. These beatitudes are far more critical than the average person realizes. That's why people live in guilt so much. They, they never 
forgive their neighbor before they're asked. Mercy forgives us. He did it before we ever ask. Mercy was available. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Peacemakers. If it's not, it, it, it can get so bedlam out there that the first thing, you know, we join in with the world. Yeah, I know it. He's an idiot. Hey, he looks like God. Before you call him idiot again, you might want to consider the Lord's watching everybody that looks like him. And he said, inasmuch as you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. Shoot them the finger if you want to. And as much as you've done it to the least of them, you've done it unto me. That is not any less advantageous than receiving the Holy Ghost. That's not any less admirable than being baptized in Jesus' name. They all came from the same heart. That's big. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward. I wish you'd turn to somebody and ask them how great is your reward looking. I love what I saw. Smiles everywhere, and some people just like, what can I Thrill beyond words. And I saw one or two go, they didn't have very long arms. <laughs> Beautiful. What is God doing right now watching us? He's got a monitor on our hearts, on our reception on our rebellion, on our acceptance of his word. And he's saying, blessed are all of these people. And rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. We sorrow not as those who have no hope. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith also is vain. But we, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. That's one of the strongest and most beautiful scriptures in that book of Corinthians. It's just, uh, it's phenomenal. For if the dead rise not, then Christ is not raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. And uh, then also they which are fallen asleep in Christ. Your mother's not in heaven. Your dad's not in heaven. Your kids are not in heaven. Just all a bunch of bogus if Christ didn't rise up. But if Christ be raised from the dead, then your faith has validity. And then your future has great reward. 
I believe in that. And if in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now Christ is risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that are slipped. Now, what I really wanted us to go through the Beatitudes and the blessed state for is because that we are in line right now for some of the greatest blessings in the world. And if we're not afraid, I mean, if we're not careful, we will become afraid about what's happening in this earth and what's going on in this world. And I wanted to show us that. And I'll tell you, when God got a hold of me about awaken the blessings, it, I just I couldn't even hardly drive. I was actually in my car driving down the road, and the tears were like rivers. And I'm telling you, all of a sudden it dawned on me how great these blessed are they that do this, and blessed are they. And, and, and that's why I sent you that text about Matthew 4 and 5 because Matthew 4 is the preface to the blessings. Matthew 4 leads us through a little dark channel there and leads us into lit up areas where all of a sudden every street's got a street light and every area has got a glory associated with it and so all of a sudden you begin to realize greater is he that is for me than he that is against me because darkness can't prevail against light I promise you when the light comes on in your head your heart and your life that there is no weapon formed against you that can prosper because everything that's evil comes out of the dark mind of a dark devil and a dark evil world but when you walk in the light you are in the light and you become part of the light and all of a sudden a well lit trail that was given to us by Jesus Christ the truth is the path and the Holy Ghost is the power to walk the path and all of a sudden great victory have they that love the Lord and his truth and great victory have they that serve the Lord with gladness and great power is given to them that receive Receive the blessings. Can we stand? Where it's where you can, would you find a brother or a sister, a lady to lady, and a man to man? Unless the Bible said if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. I want us to get the lumens high. I want us to brotherhood and sisterhood in this assembly until rational powers of heaven and fill this earth brotherhood sisterhood and I want you just to pray pray for your whole church but as you hold the hand or or pray for somebody just let's just pray for everybody as we uh, count uh, get get with one another there is a glory cloud hanging over this place tonight the glory of the word, the glory of the resurrection, the glory of the redeemed. Oh, Lamb of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we're coming, we're following, we're going to let you lead us. We're not balking, we're not hesitating. Our faith is alert, our faith is ready to go. Our love is ready to sacrifice, our love is ready to be redeemed. Hallelujah. That's it. Sing it. Hallelujah. Just keep praying with one another. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, it's all right. I'm here to tell you, we're going to receive. We're going to let the Lord lead us and guide us. This city is in for one of the greatest revivals. This city is in the the place of one of the greatest redemptive areas. Men and women like you are coming. 
We're not just coming to invite them to the house of God. We're inviting them to the glory of the Lord, to the victory of the Lord. That's it. Sing it. Oh, let's just worship the Lord for a couple of minutes. Thank you for the word. Thank you for the spirit. Thank you for the brothers. Thank you for the sisters. Kelso and Brother Brown have got those papers that I mentioned to you. And, and, and if you would, just keep praying. Those of you that are praying, just keep praying. But there, if you'll take one per family, and if we run out, we can get more easy. But these are just some little helps to remind us of this evening and to remind us of who we are and what a God we serve. They're, they're, they're just a, they're a help. That's all they are. The Bible said there's gift of helps, and these papers and stuff like that are gifts of help. Go ahead and sing a little bit while they're just sort of weaning off from this wonderful evening. Thank you for making this such a great evening. Thank you for praying, living. 